Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I've always been interested in like learning about like different sex techniques and positions and all these things, right? And my ultimate goal has always been to do a middle split on the dick. Let me ask you, Twerking, can you, if you have kind of a, oh, I hate to even call myself out on this one, like a, a more of a flatter ass, can you twerk it if it's not? If it's not really like bubbly and juicy, like. <laughs> oh, in the words of Joe, if you got a crack, you can twerk. So what you're doing when you're moving your pelvis and when you're winding your hips and when you're twerking and things like that, you're moving all that energy around and you're owning that energy. Intimacy is not just about sex. So we get into intimacy type topics like learning your love languages, learning your seduction styles, learning your erotic blueprint. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. It is another fantastic Saturday with another fabulous guest. Today I have Monica and she is the owner and founder of Twisted Intimacy, where she connects women, singles, and couples on their healing journeys by increasing their knowledge about intimacy, love, and sensuality through hosting classes and events. Monica is an intimacy and sensuality coach and is certified in various sensual body movement certifications, including a twerk technician, a liquid motion instructor, and a liquid motion pole instructor. Monica, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. Yes, thank you for having me, Layla. This is very, I'm excited about this. This is going to be a fun conversation. Oh, me too. I can't wait to dive in. Okay. First of all, before we jump right in, just give me a little bit about your backstory and what motivated you to start Twisted Intimacy? Wow. So that's like, it's a loaded question, but I promise you it all makes sense in the end. So pretty much, you know, how in the lockdown, everybody was finding themselves (laughs) and I was finding myself, honestly. I had just gotten out of a five-year relationship, which that was one where I'm grateful and thankful to be in that, that I was in that relationship. I had to end it. And we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. But by me ending it and choosing me, it was like, the that's immediately the glow up happened. Like, (laughs) (laughs) And then I just started to want to be better and get to know myself again and like, I've always been interested in like learning about like different sex techniques and positions and all these things, right? And my ultimate goal has always been to do a middle split on the dick. Like that's what I do. I could do front to back. Like I don't think I can get down all the way to the middle. I know I can do the other way, you know. Right. And with me, like same. Like I can only do like on my left side. It was only the forward split, right? So that was, that was a goal of mine. And I just started to, especially during a lockdown, I was, I started taking private yoga sessions with that goal in mind. I told my yoga instructor that she looked at me like I had two heads, but we started to do that. And also too, with everything being virtual and people were just having different ideas of what to do and how to make money. People started having a lot of like sex classes and on different things. The, my friend was like, hey, for my birthday, I want to I wanna take this class by Sexual Essentials. It's about squirting and riding dick. You want to come? I was like, sure. You know, like the stuff like that doesn't like, freak me out, right? So I went and I was like, okay, this is good. Mind you, I'm still taking those yoga classes. Then I took another class and then another class. And those classes were about sucking dick. And I was just like, man. Yeah, classes about this, but then my my business mindset came, kicked in. So I was just like, "Hold up, how much I pay for a ticket, plus everybody else in here, right?" It started to click, and then I also was attending 
a lot of like toy parties and things like that where I was also learning about sexual health and the importance of lube and all these other things, right? So mix that in hot. And one day I was in my yoga class and I looked at my yoga instructor. We were doing something. And I was like, I got an idea. And so that's really how Twisted Intimacy was born. It's born because I wanted to know more and increase my own sensuality and intimacy and things like that. And as I started to evolve, it became a lot more than just about the sexual side of things. When I talk about intimacy, and I have to say, my definition of intimacy is being able to be vulnerable and knowing your vulnerabilities. And a lot of times it gets equated to, to sex because sex is when you are most vulnerable. So I always tell people that when you think about intimacy, do not equate it to sex, but sex can be intimacy. And what you really want to do, especially working with me and where I'm going now, is work on your sensuality. Because to me, that's even deep. Like when you are able to embrace that sensuality, you're able to truly express the intimacy and love that you have within yourself. And that's honestly how Twisted Intimacy started to evolve. Because the more I started sharing my healing journeys, sharing the things that I was doing to get to this point, because mind you, I'm not, I, my background is not in dance. <laughs> my background is in band. I play flute and piccolo. And I was told I had no rhythm and two left feet. But look at me now. And no kidding. Oh my gosh. Listen, yes, yes, yes. Your technician had no rhythm and two left feet. Yes. I got to ask Monica, what is a twerk technician? Okay, so a twerk technician is just the, is just the name of the certification that I got through Vertical Joe's. Vertical Joe's is a studio based in Atlanta, and Joe has been teaching twerk, all the things, all the things, right? And just being a twerk technician, you're teaching people how to twerk, but also how to move their lower body and not just, like to me, twerking is a form, like you can use it as a workout if you really wanted to. And... I personally, again, as I'm growing and evolving on this journey, I'm using this as a way to work out, like a fun way. Because I don't know about y'all, but like when I go to the gym, that's intimidating for me in the sense of I don't want to be approached. I don't want you to touch me. And I don't, I don't like the interaction people have when using the different machines. I'll let, listen. I've had some experiences at the gym where I was just like, mm -mm, this is not for me. And twerking and doing liquid motion and all these things, that's my way of working out. Because guess what? You know, everybody on their workout journey has a level of goals that they want to meet, right? And one of mine has always been, I wanted to always see my abs. And if you look at my size, you'll be like, Monica, what are you talking about? Let me ask you twerking. Can you, if you have kind of a, oh, I hate to even call myself out on this one, like a uh, more of a flatter ass can twerk it if it's not if it's not really like bubbly and juicy like oh in the words of joe if you got a crack you can twerk okay so, but you have to find the right one for you i say my i always talk about my ass i call it my white girl cracker ass it's like i don't know it's i love my abs i got abs I got every i got guns you know and i'm like I work on the buns. I mean, they're they're good, but they're not good enough. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you are twerking, like you know, you we do. You have to condition your body. Like some people look at a lot of dance and think, "Oh, well, I'm gonna join this, and I I won't have to work out." Fun fact: you will, but just presented in a different way. And the whole point of sensual body movement is to move your body. And is that what the twerk technician part is doing? Getting you not only just the twerk technician part, all of the sensual body movement classes that I teach, you're moving your pelvis. Like the pelvic area is the main focus. Because a lot of times when we think about our pelvis, we only think about using it for sex. But in that area, I'm also on a spiritual journey as well. So about to start talking about chakras and things like that. So your lower chakras consist of your roots your sacral and your solar plexus. A lot of times what I notice is that when those three chakras in particular are blocked, 
people are less confident. They look at sensuality or sexuality in a, I can't do that. I can't, they are moving my hips. And then when that root is blocked, you don't feel safe or secure. So what you're doing when you're moving your pelvis and when you're winding your hips and when you're twerking and things like that, you're moving all that energy around and you're owning that energy. It's interesting when you think about sensuality, especially that's our creative center, our, our sacral chakra. That's our creative center. That's how we manifest and things like that. And if that is blocked, you might not really be on this journey. You might look at sex and sensuality is like, oh my God, she's doing what? And but when you start doing it and embracing it, you know. Yeah. And so why, you know, so why this is so fascinating to me, what you're doing and what your emphasis is, is because I, this year in 2023, my goal is to take more, you know, get into the sensual body movement, you know, cause I'm just like, I have been putting my sexuality and my sex bucket list and all these things and adventures and just making that a priority in my life. And as I've done that, you know, you kind of slowly start to unpack little areas. You know, you start to tweak it, get it real, real fine tuned. And this is kind of the last frontier for me to now I want to be able to really connect with my body and move it sensually and use it artistically during sex, if that makes any sense. Look, my bedroom goddess class is when I say (laughs) we go there because I always tell people, right? You can never blame somebody else for not giving you an orgasm like ever. Totally. Because honestly, if you're always relying on somebody else, you're never going to be satisfied. And a lot of times we don't know how to communicate our wants, needs and desires. So honestly, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm getting people more comfortable with. If you're more comfortable talking about, your turn-ons and turn-offs and what you want to try and things that like, oh yeah, I know I want to do that that middle split on the dick, you know, we, we doing that tonight. Like you'll know how to prep for things like that and won't injure yourself. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Is that a sex bucket list for you? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, trust me, it is. It is. It's that. What else is on my bucket list? Yeah, what's on your sex bucket list, Monica? Like an actual, not the door swing, but an actual sex swing. Oh, yeah. No, I noticed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I got I got the door swing. I tried that once. It's okay, but you know we're both tall, <laughs> so you don't know. Yeah. Like when I say I was a little nervous because of just the door. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I a real sex swing. I definitely want to try that. I want to go to like a sex club and do things with my partner, but only my partner. Like, I don't want to do things with other people, but I want to, like, be out in... Yes, it's, it's very, you know. I highly recommend it. Okay. It is very fun when you go with a partner, you know, and you both kind of know what you're there for, but also be open to things that you weren't expecting to happen or things that you thought were going to happen. And when they don't happen, something else might happen that, you know, that opens up whole nother door and concept and idea that you never even thought was on your radar. That's what's happened to me when I go to sex clubs. It's why it's been so much fun is that what I've realized is just by putting yourself in these places and these events, you don't have to intend on touching anybody, but when you're there, you feel the energy and you're watching other people and you're getting turned on by it and you're with your partner and someone that you trust and you guys know what your boundaries are. I mean, you will have so much fun and I, I guarantee it will, it will change your life. It will change your sexual life. <laughs> just, just by putting yourself, you know, in those opportunities, you're going to get some growth. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, that's noted. That's definitely noted. 
what else is on my bucket oh so i want to okay because again i've been on this journey and learning different things i definitely want to try some of the techniques that i've been reading about and learning about and able to do on my own but with a partner so for instance there is a book called the multi-orgasmic man and I want to try this out with my partner to see how this can work and also just to enhance all like oh, do the manifestation and things. I, I want to be, be able to do that with my partner as well. So fun fact, I haven't necessarily like I've been interested in like slight BDSM stuff, but just never had the partner to do stuff like that with. So I would be like, I got my little starter kit because I sell those. And like, I was like, oh, I mean, I'd be willing to try this out and things like that. That's my favorite. That's been the biggest life changer for me, actually, is the BSM. The connection, you will go so deep with someone. You, won't, you, you can't even believe how connected you can be to another human being. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's my oh. favorite. <laughs> Definitely. Bump that to the top of the list, please. <laughs> you will absolutely love it. So with the classes that you're teaching, how are you helping people in their healing journeys? And, you know, can you kind of give me some examples? I really want to jump into that. Okay. So when you're on your healing journey, it looks very different for everybody. And what I like to do is like especially when you're taking my classes or when you're t um, when I'm with you one to one because I do do check-ins with um, with some of my students what I pretty much do is let them know all the books that I have been reading or have been pulling from I let them express the things that they need to get out or express so for instance I'm also a certified sexual health professional which is different from a counselor and therapist but what I do is I take that knowledge and I share that. And something as simple as when we refer to our vaginas, a lot of times we're actually talking about our vulvas. And yeah. that distinction is really important for us because especially when you talk about like stimulation, if, if when, uh, and I go through that too. Actually, I don't know where I put it, but I actually have my vulva puppet. Oh, but yeah, I've seen those. Uh huh. Yes. Um, I actually cro I crochet too. Fun fact. And I made one, and I wish that I. Knew. Oh, how cool! You crocheted a vulva. Yes, I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> I have no, I no idea where I put her. So I crocheted that, and I use that at, to demonstrate like what those things look like, uh, what the clitoris looks like, which also I wasn't put them. I cleaned up recently. You know how that goes, but um. Pretty much what I do is I show you how to use a vibrator. I show you how to use like the differences between the dildos and between the different types of stimulation. Are you a left side uh, stimulator or you're a right side? Because apparently, if this is our clitoris, if you go on the left or the right, you'll see which one is more stimulation, like you feel more stimulation with. Um, I'm trying to think what am I left or right? I I think, I'm, what if I meet pull opportunity? I'm telling you, because I will move it around and just, I find little spots, you know, and it's like, it really is. Like sometimes you want to be more to the left and then sometimes more to the right. Is What if you, you just go all over the board? You, I mean, you could be. And sometimes like some clitoral hoods cover the whole clitoris and that might feel more comfortable than pulling back the hood and going directly onto the clitoris. And then also too, the clitoris isn't just the little bean that people want. I know. It's a big, long, has... It has bulbs, it has branches. Branches. And, and yeah, you it just... It reminds me of the lungs, the way the lungs look a little bit. Right. You know? Branches. And honestly, it's like the best organ that we have because its only purpose is for pleasure. Like... <laughs> it is the best organ that we have. And... My biggest thing when I do teach and, and how it it's all related to the healing journey, a lot of us have negative thoughts and limiting beliefs when it comes to our owning our sexuality and sensuality. For example, 
when you were younger, you might have gotten shame for even asking about your period, asking about like what is sex or not even feeling comfortable to talk to your parents about sex because they might have scared you with, you know, emergency room stories and things like that. So (laughs) what I do is I create that safe environment for everybody. And I have a topic that we teach about. I give people the opportunities to ask questions. I make sure that I'm inclusive in my language because a lot of times, you know, we can get so caught up with saying, oh, yeah, the ladies want the men's. But, you know, sometimes that's not it. Right. And that's why a lot of like, especially when I'm teaching and and going on this healing journey, like the books that I'm recommending and reading, like I make sure that if there is anything that's off or somebody has something negative to say, I let the person know. Like, for instance, the five love languages, which, again, like I said before, intimacy is not just about sex. So we get into intimacy type topics like learning your love languages, learning your seduction styles, learning your erotic blueprint. Like a lot of these things that we may see people talk about on like the Netflix series, we may see people speak about in like wedding pre-counseling sessions. Um, That's how I actually heard about the five love languages, my friend recommended it because of all that but yeah it's just like teaching all of that is how you heal and how you create that source of communication because how can you communicate oh I want to be loved this way and you don't even know how you want to be loved or hey I want you to seduce me I want you to seduce me like the movies because the movies is not what I like like so how do you know that without actually doing the work to get to know that. So we actually do the work. And especially in 2023, we are doing the work, not only owning our physical body, but owning our mental body as well. And that's that's what I love about this journey. It's like, it's not just about the movement. The movement is how you express it, that sensuality aspect, but that intimacy aspect is more of like in your mind. Yeah. So let me ask you, what, what do you think people are commonly... I guess off or wrong about when it comes to intimacy. That is sex <laughs> and only sex. And the only way to express your intimacy is through the physical aspect. Even if it's non-sexual, you'll hear things like, oh, hold hands or cuddle. And it's just like, no, I can be in a room with my partner right now. And we we're just there, not touching, maybe not even looking at each other. But just to the fact that my partner is there in close proximity to me, I may enjoy that. And that might make my day. Or if I'm somebody that, oh, yeah, I like flowers every Thursday. And my partner notices that and gifts me those flowers that I'm giving myself. That's going to make me feel very loved because, A, it's fulfilling two of my love languages, receiving gifts and acts of service. Because I was doing that for myself before. Now it's like, oh, he notices. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then to the fact receiving gifts, it's not necessarily like an expensive bracelet or anything like that. It's something that I actually enjoy receiving. But again, you have to know yourself and know what you like and don't go by what society tells you you're supposed to. Yeah. So why do you think we're so kind of lacking in this area? I mean, this is a problem, you know, it's an issue for most people. I mean, we are not taught or trained for this stuff. We just sort of have to force gump our way through it and try to figure it out. And it's ends up being a huge roadblock when you're trying to partner up with someone. So why do you think we're so lacking in this area? To be quite honest, I feel it's, it's mixed. It definitely goes back to how you are raised. So for instance, for me, I was raised in a household where both my parents are nurses. And the way my sex story goes, as the first time my my mom talked to me about sex, she tried to scare me because she worked in the um, hospital. And she scared me with one of like, one of the patients apparently got like uh, chlamydia or gonorrhea or something like that. And yeah, and she was like, don't have sex or you you don't want your um, pee to be burning you. And that was it. Like, and a lot of people share those same stories, but I can take it one step further. When I first got my period, now, mind you, 
we did have the sex ed at school, but when I was in school, it was abstinent-based teaching. So they did not teach, like they taught us about like right. the, the body, but they did not necessarily teach us all the way. Like they t- taught us not to have sex, but they did not, That that's, that's it. Like they didn't go into, okay, well, if I can't have sex, what can I do? They didn't go into any of that. And I just remember when I got, <laughs> when I got my period, my mom was not home, but my dad was. And oh no. Yeah, and it was, I was scared, and there's an episode of Big Mouth, the current season, I think it's like season four, when they're talking about vulva shaming, and one of the girls, she got her period for the first time, and she did not know what it was, she thought she pooped herself, and I was like, now who done recorded my story, because I thought I did, and I was like, I know I didn't poop myself, but you know, because in school, they taught us that it's supposed to be bright red, and it's yeah. it's supposed to be this thing. It could be brown. You know, it's probably bright. Yeah, I mean, it comes, yeah. Yeah, it was brown, and my, my dad was home, and I was freaking out. My mom was at home, and I had to wait till my mom got home for her to tell me, oh, Monica, you started your period. So I share that story because it starts when, you're, when we're younger, and having that positive and healthy relationship with, with your parents or with whoever your guardian is and things like that, so that you're educated about what this is and what you can do. And I'm not saying like, oh, show, show your kids porn. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is there's proper education that we can give. And the older that we get, guess what? Porn was everybody's teacher. And we have those unrealistic standards now, along with the things we learn in the TV shows and the movies and like all this stuff. And and on top of like just then that's just one layer. Think about religion as well. And when you mix all that in the pot, here you are. And we're in a society that shames people for even wanting to educate others about sex. So I feel like the shift that's this is a prime example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I'm sure you experience it too. A bit like you know, it's just it's unbelievable the gyrations and over the past you know past seven years this the just extra effort and energy that I have to deal with and put out to have this podcast out there when all it is is talking about it like I don't have an OnlyFans account nothing there's nothing against that stuff I have plenty of people that come on the show that talk about their OnlyFans accounts but I don't do that and you know if you talk about sex in any way, shape, or form, or you're promoting it, or anything like that, you are lumped in with, you know, all, all the way up to pedophiles, to people who are selling sex and child pornography. I mean, you're you're bad, basically. Yeah. So funny story about that. It which yeah. I know some of your listeners are probably like, "Do you teach men?" I have a very funny story about that. I did a rebrand earlier this year, and that consisted of me putting out ads on Facebook and things like that. I let Facebook uh, choose my default settings and things like that because I did not know any better. And Uh-oh. I mentioned nothing about se- uh, me being a sexual health professional. I mentioned nothing about that on the flyer. It was just for my program that I was doing. It was, it was called Master Your Intimacy. What ended up happening was I got unsolicited dick pic. <laughs> And I was just like, okay. Because I thought, you know, like I was going to, I was responding to people because again, my at that time, my classes were going to be open. And I soon found out that I had to really rethink how to cater towards, and I'm just saying men for right now because that is who had, who had approached me with, with all of this stuff. But um, I ended up having to block a couple of people. What do you mean women are dick? you or they're not pussy picking you no 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 i mean the the surprising thing is the women that replied to my ad were actually interested in my classes the men that replied to my ad i know i'm I'm being like there's the men i mean you if i let you look in my dms you go blind like literally it's dickapalooza in there (laughs) yeah and i had a a actual it's uh, even worse i get 
masturbating. I get people masturbating and send me voicemails and stuff. It's like, I didn't even listen. I'm just like, delete. Yeah. 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 I actually got a phone call. Like, I got a couple of phone calls. I had to block the number because if you're interested in my services, but then you try to ask me out on a date, that, that, that's not what this is about. And then, like, so I felt like, so all of that mixed in with messages about, I wish you weren't virtual. Like, think that's very uncomfortable for me. Um, because yeah. all my classes are virtual, and if I'm uncomfortable, that's not okay. But kind of to your point, people have like they see my name and twist it into me. See, oh, what you, what you about to do to me? And it's just like, oh no, I'm not knocking any sex worker at all. I commend everybody for what they do, but that's not what I do and what I've been led to do. I've been led to teach you how to do the things, but I'm not going to do the things to you, <laughs> right? So. It's been interesting navigating how to approach that, but I have. So I have one class that's open to singles, couples, and all gender identities. And that's my couple sensuality class where you get pretty much how to communicate with your partner in the sense that the people that have came to these classes that have been identified as men, they have been very genuine with wanting to know about like, A, what I do, but also too about what I'm teaching about. And I taught one class about, it was just strictly about like just intimacy and knowing your vulnerabilities and things like that. They asked me for the PowerPoint because the questions that I was asking, that's the stuff that they need in their relationship in order to communicate. So it's one of those things where it's like, yes, I'm gonna teach you how to move your hips because everybody, everybody, I don't care what your gender identity is, we all need to move our hips and our pelvic area in some type of way if you're able-bodied. And that's so important for me because especially living a sedentary lifestyle, it's like we don't understand what we're doing to our bodies when we don't move our bodies, right? Oh my gosh. The disconnection that takes place, it's unbelievable. So you're, you're right on with that. So there's the, we're moving our bodies, but also how important is the mind-body connection when it comes to pleasure? Especially if you are a woman. Yes. Or you have a vulva. Your mind and your vulva, if this is off, all of this is not getting lubricated. Unless you have a medical condition, that's something totally different. But typically, if you don't, your mind... It controls everything within our body. So if you're overstressed, overworked, if you're thinking about, oh, I got to drop off the kids. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. And you're putting yourself last, first and foremost, don't put yourself last. And I don't care if you have kids. And I say that because if your cup is running empty, how can you be there for everybody else? And that's one thing that society teaches us. It teaches us to give and give and give everything we have to everybody and you just get the crumbs for yourself. And that's not okay. That is not okay at all. And that's something else I teach about is making sure that your cup is full. And when I say full, I'm talking about it's full and stays full and you only give the excess amount. Like you don't don't pour your cup for anybody. Again, this is all about me sharing my journey with everybody. So I'm not going to not practice what I preach. So trust me when I say it. it's a lesson I had to learn. It's going on three years. So yeah, it's, it's big. So when I started the Curious Girl Diaries podcast, I had not had sex in three and a half years. I was completely, everything was disconnected. I mean, I had let that, almost like that side of me go, like it had just died. And you know, and I've come back from it. Right. I mean, you know, which is it's actually pretty, I think pretty easy to do, but you have to be, you have to be intentional about it. So how do you recommend people kind of start to bridge that gap? If you've just, if you've really stopped seeing yourself as a sexual being, and so you're, t- everything's disconnected. How do you start to move the needle on that? So the first thing I always recommend, wind your hips. Or do hip circles. Pretend you are Spongebob. If y'all know about Spongebob. Bring it around town. Like, if you think think about that, like, look, you you thought about that and that automatically put a smile on your face, right? So when we think about moving our body and about connection, 
how do you feel when you move your hips? A lot of times when we're moving our hips and it, it might feel like, oh, I got a little pain here. Oh, I got a little pain here. If it's very painful, please go see a doctor, chiropractor every two weeks. Like, I, I understand. That's the other thing about me when I teach. I'll give you modifications. <laughs> I'm the queen of modifications. <laughs> but okay. when you're winding your hips, remember, you're releasing a lot of that energy that you have stored in that area. And also, too, when you're winding your hips, guess what? Your stomach and all the good all that stuff is down there. So just imagine when you continuously wind your hips or doing pelvic movement. It's going to keep you pretty regular. I'm just going to. For me, anyway. Yeah. This is letting y'all know. But that's a way men are probably like, huh? Yeah, because they can just like, this is not a problem for them. But this is a big deal for women. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not even talking about our cycle. Like, oh, well, I have a whole, let, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second with our cycle and syncing up and working out with that. But, you know, just winding your hips. Pretend that there's a mixing bowl underneath your pelvis. Um, for those that need more of like a visual. And your pelvis is the spoon. And what you want to do is start from your left, then move your pelvis up, then go right, then back, and then do that again. Okay? And then pelvis being that spoon in that mixing bowl, you just want to stir it around and just go uh-huh. in that direction. Mm-hmm. And Perfect visual. Mm-hmm. For, for my bakers out there, because I'm a baker, Make sure you get every single crevice because you don't want to leave no flour on the side of that bowl. Right. <laughs> and then you want to practice that the other way too. And once you start doing that, you'll start to notice that, you know, your body will start to become a little more fluid, right? And what I like to teach in my classes as well is please, please, please start looking at yourself in the mirror and I know that this is very simple to do, but this is the hardest thing a lot of people cannot do. And I said this at one of my networking events before, and one of my friends actually came back to me and told me, like, it's hard for me to do this. And I always tell people, just look in the mirror, find three things that you love about yourself. I don't care if it's, I love the way I speak. I love my eyeballs. I love my hair. I love my chest. I love, look, I love the smell of my armpits. Whatever you love about yourself, you need to speak those things to yourself. Because if you keep saying, oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm ugly. I am, I am is so powerful. A lot of times when we start telling ourselves that negative things and then try to switch it to positive, it, your mind's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, nah, you, you, you told me that I, you, we are ugly. That's what you said. So you have to retrain your mind, retrain your brain to look, to view yourself as somebody that is worthy and has value and is deserving of nice things. Like you have to speak positively to yourself. And I recommend doing this in the morning and at night and start off with three. If, and if you can't do three, I always tell people, be grateful that you are here right now. Because a lot of times, we don't think about stuff like that as we're going about our day and just, you know, doing our nine to five and things like that. Like I practice. As we're going about our day, being disconnected, right? Being disconnected from our mind, body, spirit. Yeah. Okay. So how has the central movement and, you know, the affirmations, how has that changed your sex life? (laughs) So (laughs) the more I started learning about how to do different things, I was able to practice with somebody last year, but I'm more mindful that like, again, y'all, I'm on my healing journey and things like that. And I'm very mindful of who I actually have sex with. But trust me when I say I pleasure myself very often. So I've noticed that I've been able to really take control of how my pelvic floor operates. And I I can give y'all one move. So I was riding, right? And I had paused and I, I was just like, you know, let me try this. So I started doing Kegels uh-huh. on his dick. And he was like, what was that? Yeah. He was like, do that again. And I did it again. It, like, it just blew, blew his mind. So um, I would say like the things that I've been preaching, I've been working. And then actually one, uh, one of my students was like, oh, Monica, 
the stuff that you've been teaching, I did it and it worked. And ah. so, you know, hearing feedback like that, I'm just like, okay, now y'all know what I'm teaching is working. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm curious to know, like, yeah, what are the other, you know, the transformations that you're seeing happening with your students? Okay. So I will say that my students are opening up a lot more. So when you first start taking my classes, especially if you just are now on your healing journey, right? It may seem intimidating. You may think that, oh, I can't do this, da, 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 da. But I always tell people, you need to give it time. You're not going to do everything I can do. But if, you, if you're consistent and you give it the time, you'll be able to get to where you need to get to. And seeing people that were like didn't really say much before or they may have turned their cameras off. This is the big indicator. I, I recommend you keep your camera on, but I allow people to turn on, turn it off because, I again, I understand. But to see them turn their cameras on, when I say, like, that's that's when I know, like, okay, you're getting very comfortable. You're able to be able to do the things and then start asking the real questions. Because a lot of times, you know, especially when we're in like a, a workshop and things like that, we don't want to ask questions that will embarrass us. Or we think that may embarrass us. But to have people actually open up and say, hey, can you show me how to do the basic uh, tilt and tuck? Because I'm still struggling with that. And as an instructor, I take that feedback into consideration because if you can't get your pelt, like that's the thing I say in my classes, if you can't get your tilt and your tuck, you can't do any of the movements because you have to truly take control of your pelvis and be able to move it in a lot of different directions. And that, that's what's working as well. Like, again, all the certifications that I have, they're all connected. <laughs> they're all connected, right? And like, I just really appreciate my students. I tell them all the time how grateful and thankful I am for them because sometimes you get imposter syndrome, right? Like, it's like, is this working? I know I don't have 100 students yet, but I do know that it's the quality, not the quantity for me. And I know that the people that, you know, if you want to take classes with me, if you want to do one-on-ones with me, I know that they'll they'll come. Uh, uh, look, I, I have had to practice surrendering when it comes to what what you're doing for your purpose, because you're not for everybody. And that's OK. Well, I love it. I love when you, I know I, I felt that when you said, you know, when you're watching people turn their cameras on, they're turning on, you know, essentially. And you know, I believe so strongly in how important sex and sexuality and sensuality, you know, and everything under that umbrella, it's a big, you know, there's, there's a lot under there, how important that is to us as human beings. And it's just something that we need to start focusing on and prioritizing because I've seen it in my own life. You know, when I lead with my sexuality and the deeper I go with it and the more I explore and open up those sides, it overflows into everything I do. That part. It's not just in the bedroom. It's not just orgasms, although that's great too. There's just such a bigger journey and story that awaits people when they are willing to jump in and do this work. And it's fun in the process. I mean, it, it is exciting. Once you, especially once you get past that little awkward stage in the beginning, you know, when it's like, oh my gosh, am I really doing this? Am I really going to, you know, like, prioritize my pelvic and, you know, in the bowl and the spoon and, you know, just all this stuff. But when it starts coming together, it just unlocks so much more than you could really realize because it's linked to all parts of us as human beings and interactions that we have throughout our day. So this is why I was so excited. I'm just, you know, excited to have you on, especially because it's more also, I'm really wanting to like focus on that myself this year. That's on my bucket list. Like, okay, you know, I've done all this stuff sexually and I always have sexual bucket list items. And some of those items are more, you know, about the connection side and the, the learning side and the spiritual side of my sensuality and my sexuality. And that's big for me this year. You know, it's like, okay, let's really see how deep we can go with this. I kind of have two things on that. So 
I don't think I ever said this, but I also started modeling in 2020. And when I say it was because of why I truly started tapping into my sensuality and not being afraid to dim my light. Because before I was, I dimmed my light for other people to shine, but now I'm not afraid to, I meant to say shine my light. And because I'm not afraid to shine my light, it's like every time I do a photo shoot or every time that somebody approaches me and it's just like, oh, are you a model? I can confidently say, yes, I am. And when you tap into your uh, sensuality, I'm, I'm glad you actually brought this up. It does go into the other parts of your life because even the way I walk is different. I have a niece that we were this, this game, you know how six year olds can get, you make up a game and they play. And it was the follow the leader game. And I was walking and then I stopped. And then she had to do the same thing. And I was noticing the way that she walked. And I was like, why is she walking like that? So I did it again. And she did it again. And I was like, the way I walk is different. Like I walk, I have more of like a model walk now. Cause that's what she was, was trying to do. <laughs> so I didn't even notice that. Or even me finding connection with something. Oh, what was I doing? I was doing something. And I just noticed that even the way, like, I, I think I was trying to grab something, even the way I grabbed it, I was just like, hmm. Okay. It's like your central energy is emoting all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not leading with the ends of my lens, but I'm leading with like my pelvis or I'm leading with my shoulder, you know, things like that to make the, the motions fluid. And I'm just doing it naturally. Like I'm not doing this to, you know, be, you know, some people can be so animated and extras. It's like, ah, oh, ah, oh. like, <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. on purpose. It just comes and yeah, yeah. I I'm great. Like you're like an intimacy athlete. <laughs> well, essentially, essentially, um, I should show you the the picture that I posted because I was looking at my arms and I was like, oh, oh, got some little guns here, you know. Like I noticed your arms when we started. I was like, I I work on my arms too. I'm like, she's got nice arms. So like, but um. Then that kind of leads me into uh, 2023. So I'm working on something with my personal trainer. And what I'm telling people now is when it does come out, because it's going to come out very soon, especially for signups, I guarantee you will be a new you by the end of 2023. And what I mean by that is if you stay consistent on this journey, Focus on your physical and your mental and focus on that self-love and self-appreciation. I guarantee you, you're going to be a new person by 2023. And I say that because it wasn't until actually October of last year, I took period reboot with uh, Cassandra Wilder and learning about our cycles in general and learning just all the things that, that in that five week course, that is a lifetime. I mean, you, you pay, I'm not gonna lie, you pay, you pay a pretty penny. But that information, when I say I experienced very long periods, my period used to be 11 to 12 days. And, oh, wow. And I've actually gotten it down to seven days now. So I'm not saying things are going to happen overnight, <laughs> but I was experiencing that since I was, what, 12 years old? And wow. getting it down to that, I'm just like, okay. A lot of the bloating that I have, especially in between periods, it's like I worked out, but you know, it was I was still bloated. I made one simple change um, to my diet and started to understand what my cycle was telling me. Um, because I'm not I'm not talking just about menstruation, I'm talking about our entire cycle. And just knowing those things and tying this back to what I was mentioning for 2023. I'm going to make sure everybody knows these things as well and make sure that we have like, cause me, I like routines. I like, like to have things I can reference so that I'm like, okay, I'm on the right track. So be prepared for that. We're taking intimacy and physical training and things like that to the next level. Cause huh, I'm excited. It's, it's cause it's important. Like 
I would not teach something that I haven't been doing. I'll put it like that. And it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. I'm excited. So tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, so you guys can find me on IG, Twisted underscore intimacy, everybody. Underscore. I don't know who Twisted Intimacy is. Um, on IG and TikTok, it's also Twisted underscore intimacy. I'm also on Facebook as well, Twisted Intimacy. And my website is twistedintimacy.com. Yes. And you have also been so generous as to get all of my listeners a code, gift a, for $10 off their first class. If you guys want $10 off your first class with Monica, the code is twisted10. And everybody go check it out because I'm telling you, this is the stuff I'm really working on myself this year. And I know it's going to change. It's just going to blow up my sex life. <laughs> I can't wait. Trust me when I, because, okay, just imagine this. You're writing, right? And then <laughs> people always tell me like, Monica, your voice just comes to my head when I'm doing things. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, you're, you're writing and you're taking one of the techniques that I teach about and you're able to not only get pleasure for yourself, but you'll also give your partner a new experience too. My goal is to get you as many orgasms out of this as possible. So if you know how you're, yes, if you know how you're stimulated and you know how things work for you, because it could be different with different partners, right? You'll be able to have that experience, and then you'll think about me, and then, and then you're like, I gotta take more classes, or you know what? I got class next week. I'm going to share my experience. So. We have that type of environment uh, with Twisted Intimacy, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited about where things are going, and I just thank you for allowing me to talk about this because, yeah. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so – thank you so much for coming on. This is – like I said, this is a – you know, it's a subject that I'm really going to be focusing on a lot this year. And, again, guys, just – you've got to go check out Monica, twistedintimacy.com. Don't forget her code, twisted10.com. And if you forgot any of the links or any of the socials she's got, don't worry. I will put everything in the show notes for you so you can find her easily. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. You know what my favorite thing for you to do is go to the website and leave me a voicemail. I love your feedback. It's my absolute favorite. I listen to each and every voicemail. I get back to each and every one of you personally. You've got five minutes. Just click on the pink tab on the right-hand side of the homepage kierschooldiaries.com and let it rip. All right, everyone. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.